Hey. Hi, Tom. Hi, how are you, Allison? I'm great. How are you? I'm so good. Thank you for joining me today on For the Lovers Podcast. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited for this. This is amazing. Um, happy Monday. You as well. Thank you so much. So, lovers, it's another episode of For the Lovers Podcast. It's season two, episode three. And today we have a special guest. Um, we have Allison Bedolo. Did I pronounce your last you last name? You did. You did. Yes. Nailed it. Great. Excellent. She's a yoga instructor and overall just bringing zest to your life. What's special about um, this connection here is we actually just met maybe about a week and a half ago. And she instructed a yoga class here at American Coppers on the roof. And it was so emotional for me. And I was just so uplifted and inspired and motivated with the class. And I was like, I hope we have more classes. But it was an experience I've never experienced before. And with this episode, um, episode three of For the Lovers podcast, we wanted just to talk about what are deal breakers in relationships, all relationships, not just love, not just um, friends or career, but how we deal, what is a deal breaker for us? And I think it's just really important to, um, you know, be able to let go of the things that no longer serve us, right? Mm. Just, you know, just be with a new season here, you know, 2020 has been a roller coaster year for many of us. And we've come to realization that just some things, some people, some activities don't serve us any longer. So we have to be able to make that decision confidently as, okay, this is my deal breaker and I'm going to move on. So before we get into that though, um, lovers, again, you can find me at Ty Hampton on Instagram at Ty the bartender at underscore for the lovers.com underscore. And Allison, just tell the lovers a little bit about yourself. Yes. Thank you for the introduction, Ty. Um, and yeah, we met just about a week ago, a little, a little over that. So I'm so excited that we get to connect in this new way. Um, a little bit about me, like Ty mentioned, I'm a yoga instructor, I'm also a health and wellness coach, and I started my own health coaching practice at the beginning of 2020. Um, so talk about a year, I started a whole new business this year, I worked in corporate fashion for three, almost four years, and left that world middle of last year and just have been going through this transition of teaching yoga, meditation, became a health and wellness coach, and really am trying to bring this holistic approach of positivity and this zest life to everyone, my community, and everyone's community. So just kind of spreading love, spreading light, and really simplifying health for people. I think there's a lot of misinformation right now and everyone does ultimately want to live a long and healthy life and there's just a lot of going on in the world and in our personal lives where I think we don't even know where to begin and my mission is to really simplify that for people and to make this health journey this healing journey for everyone unique to them and really fun and positive at the same time I think all of those things can coexist I really agree. I do. I do think that, you know, also nothing is kind of a coincidence. Yeah. You know, and by you starting this in the beginning of 2020, 
is just like, wow, how necessary and timely, you know, is that for you? Because leaving corporate world and fashion and going and going, you know, head on into wellness, it can definitely be a difference. And it's just amazing how you took something maybe negative, maybe not, but in turning into a positive lifestyle and want to encourage and bring light to other people which is extremely important. I mean, a lot of people right now aren't able to see, you know, any light yeah. during a time like this. It could mm-hmm. be really dark. It can, mm-hmm. Yeah. So I guess um, I'm just curious, though, what made you want to leave corporate fashion and start your own business? Yeah. Um, my own personal health journey um, was the was the deal breaker there. Um, I absolutely loved my experience working in fashion. It's still a part of me and a part of my DNA of who just I am as a person and then my self-expression. It was my stress. It was a lot of things started to unravel for me mentally and emotionally, physically, that I started to just see this is no longer serving me, right? We were gonna, we're gonna get there with relationships, but in that career aspect last year, I started to realize like, wow, this, this life, this career lifestyle is not serving me at all anymore. And I think for a part of time, I was pushing that aside and ignoring all of the signs that my body was trying to communicate to me that this isn't working. And then I, what, I turned to yoga because I was so stressed out and I wanted to start practicing more and more because that really eased my mind and my body and it felt really good. So I started practicing, but the more things became stressful and built up at work, the more yoga I was practicing. And it was just, it kind of hit a wall and I just was finally starting to listen to my body and understand that intuitively my spirit like something was happening where I was being guided to make a decision and step into something different and that was when I decided to quit my job it was not an easy decision um I didn't think that I was going I thought it was going to be a very smooth and gradual transition and it ended up just um, being something that happened kind of overnight almost um, over my birthday last year and I started to pay attention to my own health journey right when I made this decision and I took a I promised myself that I would start taking care of myself and putting myself first because I think that was the other thing I was putting my job first and I know a lot of us do that I did a lot of work with a lot of clients who do that and it's not to say that everyone should just quit their job and you know go down a peaceful path and I think you can there you can really do what you truly love to do there's just other ways to build self-care into your current routine that can be really easy peasy simple and it just makes a better career for you it makes you happier doing the work that you love and I think that ties into yoga a lot and why I loved yoga was because you're always showing up for yourself on your mat and it's just you and your mat and I like to take a lot of the principles from yoga teaching and yoga philosophy and tie that into my practice and share that with others that you want to show up in the world in every facet of your life in the best you that you can and I think that journey for me started on my mat it starts in a lot of different ways for others but just over this past 12 months I've my practice has changed because I 
changed my career. But then I really realized that it was my practice that really helped me realize all of these things to begin with. And it just led me down this path. And even this year, it's been transformational. I feel like this year has been a really big spiritual awakening for me. And it is really important, like you said, to to share that with others. And in this time of darkness, like we really need to see the light, help others see the light. We can still be light. We can still feel sadness. All of these things can coexist. And it's, it's a super important message that I've been trying to spread with my following in my community that, you know, we should have fun too while we're doing all of this. I think joy is so important and it's, it's being overlooked, but I am watching it become more of a conversation that we can play, we can have fun, we can enjoy ourselves and be grateful for what we have, knowing that we're very blessed to have what we have. Um, and using that as a leverage to make a healthier life for yourself. And not just keeping that and letting it live in your journal, right? Living, living that I think is really important too. I have to agree. I really, really do. Um, part of what my brand is for the love is literally living a lifestyle for the love of. Yes. You know, yes. whatever it may be. And it's hard, you know. Yes, we're in New York City and you have to make a livelihood. And a lot of times we get caught up in our careers where our passions mm-hmm. are no longer living within us. And especially with um, our quarantine status, I really just was like, okay, Ty, you know, it's time to get back into what you always love doing. Luckily, yeah. well, blessedly enough, I've been able to live a lifestyle, mostly of that, because I've been a bartender for five years mm-hmm. with also um, being a journalist. And those are my two passions. I love mixology. I love journalism. So I've been able to live that lifestyle. But when you're when you are spreading a message of light and love you know you always will encounter some people that just will not be able to comprehend and that's where you have to really realize okay well how am I going to um incorporate incorporate my lifestyle with theirs in this community so that they can be able to somehow fulfill you know their life journeys while on this earth because as you mentioned, we should be living in joy. You know, you yeah. shouldn't have to just sur- succumb to just your journal. Um, and also, going back to the beginning when you mentioned about just the stress on your body. Mm-hmm. So, lovers, again, um, for everyone that's tuning in today, it's your lover, Ty Hampton, with our first guest, um, yoga instructor and wellness health coach, um, Allison Medillo. We actually met about a few weeks ago well a week and a half ago about now yeah and we met at um american coppers doing um, a rooftop sunrise yoga session and for me it was just super emotional and i was happy to connect with her via social media and during that yoga session for me i realized how much stress i was under i mm. i never i'm always a person that thinks that you know i can handle it i can do it you know life is life and we go with the punches but you know just this year alone there's been so much going on so many quickly changes so many deaths so many breakups there's so many things um and just piggybacking off of our last episode um the lovers know that i recently lost my grandmother and recently broke up with a lover so it was like double whammy happening Mm. and you know you know that's life things always is always going to be up and downs in life 
But at that yoga session that morning, <clears throat> because I was so emotional, I knew, I was like, wow, Ty, your body needed to release some stress. Mm. It wasn't even your mind at this point. You know, it was actually your body seeking and letting go and releasing these toxins that was in your body, holding on and needing a, a scream out. I've never been emotional doing yoga. I've done yoga plenty of times. And I've never been, I've never been. And you were a, a gentle guidance during during the course, as during a session as well. And I just think it's important for lovers to be able to tune in through their body. Yeah. We work so hard, especially New Yorkers. We work so hard. <laughs> I mean, we get like four hours of sleep, Mimi, and our body is deteriorating. It's screaming. It's yelling for help. And we, we're like, oh, it's okay. I'll get a coffee. Oh, it's okay. I'll get a Red Bull. Mm-hmm, it's mm-hmm. not It's not really the way to go, you know, because your body is screaming out not for those things. It's screaming out for rest, for, for a stretch even. And I just think that it's really, really important to um, listen to your body lovers. Listen. And I think also part of one of the deal breakers for me when it comes to career, that's what we own right now, is definitely just something that's not fulfilling to my spirit. Um, we've all come so long in our journeys with um, career, work, and, you know, depending on where we are in life, if it, if it doesn't bring you joy, you have to let it go. You know, it's just, it, it's a deal breaker. It, it has to go. And um, before, I guess before, even with bartending for me, it's, it's now a little bit mundane because I just feel like, okay, well, how many cocktails can I make? You know, with <laughs> right. how many different variations of a margarita, of a Negroni, <laughs> you know, can there be? And especially that our culture of hospitality has changed due to COVID. It's just not the same. Maybe some people felt mixology was an escape. You know, it was like a crutch mm-hmm. because we go to work, we see our coworkers, then we could also see our friends. People can come to the bar. They will have an experience. It was also about the experience, which is no longer there right now, at least. And so it's like, well, what is, what am I really doing here? It just really still serves me. So those are the questions that I think with this being the last quarter of 2020, for all the listeners tune in, we should really think about just because you've been doing it as well doesn't mean that it also serves you. We all reach a certain point in our lives that, okay this this was well this was great i'm happy for the experience and i'm gonna move on to something else now and that's totally totally okay i mean we have allison on the line and in the beginning of 2020 she quit her job corporate fashion to start her own business that's that's her risk and but it was something that she had to do for herself because that was the love of what she was feeling inside you know so Kudos to you, Allison. Oh, thank you, Ty. Absolutely. And I just I just want to compliment your spirit. Um, I followed you after you started following me after class. And so I listened to your first two episodes of this season. So I am I didn't listen to I'm not caught up with season one, but I was moving backwards. And there was just something about your spirit. The entire listening, I was just like gleaming, I was smiling, I was like, I just felt very present with you and your story and I am so sorry to hear about your grandmother. I lost my grandmother over these past couple months as well so I deeply deeply feel you Um, and I I really love just this idea and this lifestyle of love that you are are all about. It is just so 
wonderful and beautiful and we need more of that and I'm like a hell yes for that so when we talk about deal breakers I feel like that's kind of my if I'm like a hell yes for it and it's like I feel it in my body speaking of listening to your body I need to feel it excited in my body to say yes to something whether it's a job a relationship or you know going out and making plans with friends like I need to get I need to have a certain feeling that I'm for it that's when I know it's the right decision to do right because then otherwise I'm gonna there's gonna be resistance if I say yes to something and I'm really unsure or if I say yes and it's really a no I'm just not going to be enjoying myself doing whatever I was doing and making that choice, especially with a job. You, I feel like I was coming home and I was complaining about it and saying how miserable I was. How am I going to go able, able to go to work and be positive and be a light when I'm coming home every day from work crying and being emotional about it and not talking positively about it? Um, so it always comes back down to what is your body? What is my body telling me right now? And we're definitely in a year where things have slowed down. So we are a lot softer in a way. And I think a lot of us are unsure how to open up in that softness. It's really uncomfortable. And it's something as New Yorkers, we've never ever experienced before because we're so go, go, go all the time. And you can even ask someone like, oh yeah, like you mentioned, like I'll have another coffee. I'm not stressed, I'm not stressed. And it's like, they have a long, I love working with clients because they have a long list of health issues and concerns. And I'm like, we talk about stress and they're confused at first why we're talking about work stress or stress in a relationship. And they, I want to help them make a connection and bridge that these are your body's manifestations of, of what is happening because of, you know, your stress. I agree 100%. Actually, I was gleaming on the other end. <laughs> I, was, I was definitely smiling with a phone because it's so important that when people listen to this podcast for that one hour of their day, that they can literally smile from yes. my crazy stories, you know, just and, it, and it's all real stories, you know. I was just going to say, you want to keep it real too, which you do and I appreciate. And you talk about it in such a way that like, you know, you're not sugarcoating anything and I don't think you need to. We don't we don't need to live that way. If that's not truly how life is, why do we need to portray ourselves or put ourselves out there in a different way? Exactly. Right? Exactly. Yeah. I agree. I agree. And it's you know, it's definitely is um it's not easy, I'll say that. It's not easy mm -hmm. to be it's not mm -hmm. soft to be wrong. Yeah, no. You know, those definitely things, not. It, it actually was one of the things I talked about last um last episode was this term of like being a strong black woman. It's just yes. a, it's a weird thing, like, you know, and I had a lot of people actually comment on that and they were like, Well, you know, that's offensive. Um, it's not. Um, you know, because the reason why I say it's not offensive is because we're women at the end of the day. We're flowers, mm -hmm. we're gentle creatures, you know, we're we're feminine, we're females. And a lot of times we're naturally already strong. I mean, we give life, you know. Yeah, yeah. So naturally we are stronger. Yes, of course. But it just comes down to just, you know, being able to be open, be soft and be vulnerable and not have society look at you a certain way because you're supposed to carry all the weight of whatever you're right. going through. Right. That's not reality. And, you know, this time shows that people are crying out, but they don't have mm. nowhere to cry to sometimes. They hold yes. it all in. And my example definitely came from that from our yoga class 
because I was I was like I've been telling everyone about the class I was like oh my goodness and my best friend she was like Ty I'm so happy you cried because you never cried Ty Aww. she's like you never let it go you always like everyone always comes to you with all their issues all their problems and it's not like you know they're just dumping it on you but we know that you're you're in light but what happens yeah. when the light needs some electricity or you know of course of course we 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 tend to forget that even those even um you know other lovers like ourselves we also need that time to recharge to sit back and just to be that because yeah i'll i'll take responsibility as being a light you know i'll take responsibility in trying to pull out the inner you and other lovers because that's what i'm here to do okay that's maybe my calling but at the same time listening to your body is key because you can't be the best you can't go to work every day upset stressed because you're not happy within whatever you're doing you want to give integrity you want to give 110 percent absolutely you know no matter if it's like making glassware whatever it is that you're doing (laughs) you know you should be fully and at least maybe not fully in love but at least have it bring some excitement to you yes and you know that that when your body tells you yes like oh hey girl do you want to go out for a drink tonight and you're like um you know that's when you need to listen yeah. that is so important i was out for brunch um last week actually with two of my girls and um we we really spoke about that listening to your intuitiveness mm, yes as women we are automatically a higher level of intuitiveness in us absolutely it's like the feminine energy in us yes and it's when we don't listen that's when we feel sorrow you know we feel this like dang we knew better but why didn't we do better right it's like shame and guilt and it's it's heavy and it makes you like we like have this people pleasing about us almost because you know we 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 want to like we we can bear like we're women we're we're that's who we are in nature and I just think we always think that everywhere we go in life that we need to bear someone else's um weight you know yep I and we can and it's it's learning to and this is something that I think was the biggest thing for me in this last year of transition is really honoring myself enough to respect myself enough and have compassion for myself and put myself first in that when I like talk about self-care it's like what do you need in this moment right now just for you like don't think about anybody else what can you do right now for you to put yourself first and I'm not it's not like we need to be doing something for ourselves hours and hours out of the day understand everyone's work life schedule is different and but it's like those small little things those small little moments you can just be so present and indulge in yourself to like truly just nourish yourself on such a deep level to just celebrate yourself or give yourself the feelings that you need to feel like whatever it is that day it's like those little moments of self-care I think really help us with our manage our stress at the end of the day you're you're, there's not going to be no stress ever that would be you know there's no perfect world where that exists but it's it's really learning how to manage your stress and how to take care of yourself so that you know when stressful situations come up you know how to act accordingly without not necessarily being so reactive and in that flight or flight mode it's like turning off that fight or flight as much as you can or as best as you can in those in those moments and I would say that this year has been a very high 
fight or flight year as you know as a collective yes it really has been managing your stress i mean that is so important because like you said no matter what no matter who where when what or how it's mm-hmm. always going to be something it, 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 life is roller coasters you have your highs and you have your oh, lows yeah. it's all about managing it managing those highs and lows when you're there you know buckling that seatbelt and just being prepared for whatever can come your way because you, you it's unavoidable you cannot mm. avoid stress you can avoid um, upsets you know these that's just life but as you go through life, it is very important that you just, you're able to just, um, you know, just manage it in the most healthiest way yes. for you. You know, like you said, taking out that time. I have a ritual that I read a chapter from a book I'm reading called The, Sa- the Sacred Woman. Mm-hmm. I read a chapter once a week. Now, like you said, it's not going to always be a Monday or Tuesday or Wednesday because yep. things change. But I make sure like, okay, this, okay, this week looks like this. I'm bartending these days. I'm gonna, re- you know, I'm gonna record these days. Today's the day I'm gonna read for, for three hours, and that's gonna be my thing, and mm-hmm. and that's it. And it's also something I realized during quarantine, just talking to other people, is that people don't have enough peace just because of their living situations as well. Mm, yeah. So that makes it hard for people to be able to tap into themselves. And yes. you know, with that, I'm just like, that's something you're gonna. Ha- that's something because you can't change the outcome currently. You're gonna have to try and really fight a little bit harder, you know, because these 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 are your circumstances. Yeah. This is the situation that you're in, and you know, instead of every day feeling just this heaviness of I wish, I wish, I wish, it's gonna you ha- at some point. Whatever the point comes, it's going to be like, okay, well, you know what? Today, I'm just going to leave the apartment. I'm going to leave, find a quiet place, and mind my business. And, yeah. But that takes steps. And I've realized. It does. You know, everything is everything is steps. And I realized when I'm giving advice to people or just talking to friends, and I, I make sure I'm not pushy with that. Because I didn't realize yeah. it before. You know, I didn't realize that it steps. Just because you may have been able to adjust within a certain time frame, it's not the same for everyone else. Absolutely. And everyone's deal breakers aren't the same too. You know, even when we talk about relationships, yeah, the never ending deal breakers. I feel like, Allison, what do you think? I feel like when it comes to deal breakers and uh, maybe a romantic relationship, they can always change. I think they always change. I think that was what I was gonna share that you know, just me dating at the beginning of when I moved into New York City till now, I'm a completely different person and my deal breakers are definitely different. I think I have grown so much through just my experiences of dating and I've seen those deal breakers evolve so much. I used to think that, um, deal breakers were certain you know these are what these mm, are the, like they're fit yes, yes absolutely yes. i would think that and you know especially after like my last lover i'm just like okay wow okay these are new deal breakers that yeah he like opened your eyes to like new things yes right and that's i'm so grateful honestly because i'm very intentional now about what i want i guess from, mm. from a partner um, if I'm, you know, when I'm ready to like really commit, I know what I want and what I'm, what I'm able to give as well. And I think it's important because a lot of times when we go into relationships, we assume is well, 
you know, he or she's not giving me this, but giving me that. But also, what are you giving? Yeah. Because a relationship is two people. It's 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 a ship that you're relating to. I always say that you're on one ship and you're relating together on that ship. And that is your relationship. However, it works out for you too, is how it works out. But you can't expect one person to be the just the the, the entire uh you know captain of the ship here. There's yeah, you know, there's this there's workers here that to make the sailing smooth. And I think that people forget that when it comes to that. I think that it's maybe women, I don't know, I'm not gonna say just men and women, but maybe women think men are supposed to do you know, certain things in order to mm-hmm. prove, I guess, why they need to relate. But which is which is fine. You should. You should have your your standards and the things. However, I also think that um women and men should also just make sure they're very aware of themselves just before yes. they get into a relationship. Yes. I think that's really, really important. And I think that's what makes me say or feel that I have like my deal breakers or I like to call them non-negotiables yes and and, like I have evolved as a person and I've gotten to know myself so much over the last couple of years and I think the more I grow to like learn about myself love like truly love myself and be whole by myself like I hear that you love to like you love your alone time I am the same exact way and um I I think I love that because like I am just I really love who I am as a person and I, that has just taken me a lot of relationships and a lot of heartbreak to understand that I don't really need someone to complete me. I'm already complete by myself and in my own way. And someone, I want someone to come into my life who's going to compliment Woo, me. You said and, magic words. Yeah. And like energize me and like uplift me. And, and that doesn't mean it's going to always look like happiness, sunshine and rainbows, but like we're going to be committed together to grow and learn together. So like one of my non-negotiables is like his awareness doesn't need to be at the level that I am about myself or his self-awareness, but I, I'm looking for someone who is very in tune with themselves and willing to be vulnerable and grow and communicate with a partner and, you know, honor and respect if like they need their space to let me know that they need space or you know just to be more open and dialogue and communication I think I've I've dated a handful of of men who just stopped communicating with me and then I'm like left you know like we, we have this term like ghosting and it's like I don't even like that word that much but it's it's just like you could have just told me and been honest and I would have been okay. And I started calling I started getting really confident where I would call someone out on it and just be like, I, I'm feeling this energy from you and I just wanna like clear the air, understand, and then they come out and say it. But I'm like, I didn't need to invite you into that conversation. Like I want someone to just, you know, be open and honest. And I think it really boils down to values. And I'm looking you I look for someone who shares the same values as I do and complement those values i agree um you know the term ghosting was something that i actually used to incorporate in my relationships a lot Mm -hmm. i don't know if it's because i'm like an only child so i'm not really i was not aware of how i sometimes um you know just deal with things that i don't like right Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. 
involving and growing up in New York City, this all personalities, all kinds of men, all kinds of situations. And yeah. what I realized, especially with this last lover, this last lover was like so specific to me. It's so crazy because he's not American. So mm. there's a whole different, like just a way about of, of culture and life and yeah. intellect that I still appreciate um because is this different than american men however of course being someone that's american is just easier because you, you share the same culture but it was just so many things and i realized communication was really key and i i wasn't a communicator as much as i made mm. myself i was a ghoster i was someone that's like oh this is not going well i'm just gonna not talk to him anymore and yeah it's cool when you're younger and you know and i think that again i think that americans do this a lot especially in new york mm. we do it a lot that we don't even notice it we will forget i've forgotten i've been out on dates with some people and maybe even had like you know a little relationship with them because i've ghosted them and they like in the back of my mind and i'm like you know, right that's not really right and with this situation um uh, following up from episode two um from the blocking situation um yeah <laughs> i finally we finally been speaking actually and i just i don't i still don't think there's a future there i just mm. i just feel like you know i just appreciate that we're able to talk as adults and you know go over things that i didn't like and things but i'm just like dang ty you know you and your friends are so used to blocking someone because they said something and then you've seen something that you didn't like instead of mm. just discussing it you know we invest our time and energy into people and just to ghost them that's really let's see what happened here let's let's kind of talk about it yeah like you said relationships are not going to be rainbows and sunshine every single day no definitely not and if the person compliments you energizes you inspires you you know then you have to figure out a common ground kind of where you two can maybe progress together and i think for me that's what i that's where i'm at now when it comes to like deal breakers if there's no progression then there's you know i need you to be a little bit aggressive in being progressive does that make sense yeah you know yeah, absolutely and, I, and i'm glad that you you got a chance to talk to him and talk things through with him i I think a lot of times what what's really hard when ending relationships is there is just the communication just stops and you're just left wondering with a million questions that are just buzzing around in your head. And I mean, every relationship is different sometimes, even when you have a conversation and, you know, I, I've had friends who've shared to me and me personally, it, it doesn't it doesn't really help or it doesn't go anywhere, but sometimes it does. And I think as long as you're growing and you're learning and you're walking away from, this is what I like to do is like, walk away from a relationship with one word that this relationship taught me. Ooh, that's so interesting. I love that. So so now I have, I, it, even just, I started doing it with even just like people I very casually went on a couple dates with, but I'm like trying to look back and be like, well, what is like the one word or the one thing that I learned? from this person and so like two relationships that were longer term that come to mind the first one I really learned self-confidence with him um and the second one I learned patience Ooh, those are really yeah. good ones patience yeah. is really a virtual it really and like it was a really 
great positive relationship, but we were both in very different points in our lives. But you could just tell we were trying to make it work and we were so patient with one another. And it's funny because I'm not a patient person. I'm, I'm like an Italian and I'm like, you know, I'm very fiery. Yes. <laughs> and um, it's funny too that I'm now a yoga teacher because I'm, I have like, I'm a Gemini. So there's definitely- Wow, that's so funny. <laughs> I'm a Sag. So like- I, Okay, yes. Yes, so- Okay, he was, yes. he was a Sag. Wow. So we complimented each other so well. And like I said, we were just in two different points in our lives. And so it came, it mutually ended. And I just never, a relationship, I, I've just never ended a relationship mutually on such good terms. Um, and I walked away and I was, you know, mourning the relationship and sad about it, but I looked at it right away and I was like, he taught me patience. Like I never in my life has something taught me more patience than, than that. So I like to now, you know, it takes time cause I do, I, you know, it's a lot of growing and learning and evolving, but even now, like in future, like having my, looking at dates um, and going on dates, I try to set intentions with dating too. I think that's fun. And, you know, like lately it's been like practicing vulnerability and, you know, certain other things. But yeah, coming out of a relationship with a word, going into a relationship with a word, just to like kind of give you something to hold on to as you, you know, you can walk away from somebody and they can still have taught you a very valuable lesson no matter how it ended, right? Yes, I agree. Every L is a lesson. It's not a loss. Yeah, it's not a loss. I love that. I, um, I forget what episode, if it was one or two, where you said um, lessons learned. I'm, I'm a very big, like, oh, I don't think failures are failures. Like, it's it's all lessons all learned. All lessons and it's, learned. And it's just redirection in your path, yes. right? Like, I don't think you'll ever be guided, guided in the wrong direction. It's just... Life doesn't go down one road. You're gonna go down multiple roads. They're gonna be windy. There's gonna be hills. There's gonna be plateaus. And it's all lessons at the end of the day. It is, it is, it is. And it's it's literally going into a relationship with one word and coming out. I think that is so important. So lovers, tune in, write that down. Because yeah, you know love that. <laughs> we, you know that we love to have our relationships. And I think that, you know, when you date someone, you know, have that intention. And if you're not clear, it's okay. But you can look back at your other people you've dated and mm. say, this person taught me patience. This person taught me vulnerability. And that's my, that was the key with my last lover is I wasn't, I don't like, I don't hate people. You know, I don't like, oh my God. Yeah. You know? Like, even if I feel like you're a terrible person, I'm just like, well, he still taught me this and this and this, you know? Yeah, I'm still yeah. Find the good in everybody. Um, yeah. Even if I feel like we're not a match. But, um, and he's an Aries, and I feel like, I feel like Aries and Sagittarius are great friends. Yeah. I feel like we're fire, fire, and we'll we have a ball together and have fun, and that's what that was. But then I think this, I think when it becomes a little bit under the surface, there's always issues. I had a lot of, Aries um, women friends mm. that are all at a distance right now and it's been like that for years and it's still always all up I write them to every birthday party I have you know but we cannot be like an everyday thing 
Yeah. And there's like this victimization that they have within them. And I don't want to offend any Aries that are listening right now because I still love you all. <laughs> but you know what you do. You play these games. <laughs> and <laughs> as a Sav who's already a, a gamer, I'm just, I'm always sitting back like, I see what's going on. Like, I see how you're twisting this around. I mean, yep. it's so crazy because even like with the lover, he like after we're talking now and he says I listened to your last podcast obviously it was about him and I was like okay well what do you think he says you know I think it was great you opened up mm-hmm. all these things but then he says it's, just, it's always something then he says I I wish that you would have seen me post about how you blocked me to my um on my stories I was like what do you mean <laughs> like he made this whole spiel about to his followers on Instagram about how I blocked him and all the, and I guess he was expressing it to his to his followers and yeah and I was just like why are you telling me this though like why are you telling me that you made a post about being blocked like that's so silly did you tell them also why I blocked you right like how much detail did you did you did you share yeah like how much and like this is not even about you still this is still about me like and Oh, like I don't know why you felt the need to share that to me. Like it was just, I don't know, it was just weird. Like it was just really strange. But moving on, you know, I guess it affected him in a way because the ones ever blocked him before, um, so that was a big deal. But whatever. I think when it comes to relationships, um, what would you say is an intention that you'll have for a date? Good question. Um. The, the most recent one that I actually haven't been on a date in a minute, but because of um, COVID. Right. But the last one I went on, my intention was to be completely myself. And I think the more I grow into myself and the more I am becoming just more me and, and shedding those layers, I noticed that in the beginning of just dating, I was just so scared to show that I mean, it's vulnerability at the end of the day, but I was just so scared to show that that quirky side of me or like that loud, passionate part of me. Like I didn't want to come on too strong. Um, And I think my last date, I was like, no, 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 that ends like that ends now. Like you are going to go there and you were going to sit there and that person can just be one of your girlfriends, like having a drink and like, don't. I think I learned this with my career too. Like I don't need to have different versions of myself for different um, areas of my life. Like I don't need to show up as one person in my career. I don't need to show up as another in romantic relationships and show up as another in family relationships. Like you get one me, one Allison, and she she's gonna show up the same every single time from now on. And that was something so scary to me, but that intention, really helped me just like oh my god I felt it in my shoulders like I just something released for me that I didn't need to stress about what I was gonna say next like I was just so present with him and like we had such a great date we were I was listening to him he was listening to me it was also it made me bring a very different energy to the date and he picked up on that whether he realized it or not and he was able to also just be really comfortable be himself and be vulnerable back So I think if you want something from a man or from a relationship, show up and be that for yourself. Like your energy is going to attract what you want. So show up in a way that 
you you want someone else to show up because they're just gonna they're just gonna compliment you. They're gonna magnetize to that. And I think you know dating's so interesting because we just we just want someone, want someone, and it's just like that energy blocks us from actually getting the the version of that person that we want. And we're not. I don't think we intentionally do that, but being aware that that's what's going on. That you can kind of manifest that, like I think you can manifest it in the opposite direction if you show up the way you want that person to show up. You know, you're you have、um, allowed me to go to a place of reminisce just now. Oh, yes, thinking about my last date because my last outing was a hangout, so it wasn't a date. Okay, my last date was I think in July, and、mm-hmm. um, I went out with this guy, and we had the best time. And you know why? I was myself. Yes, love to hear that. Yeah, it was my. We talked for we 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 met like seven. We we left when the when the restaurant was closing,、okay. and it was just I was like, and he even said he was like, wow, this is like the he was like, this is the one of the best days I've ever had because I haven't talked to a woman like my age, you know, so intellectually and and、wow. and a little ratchet. You know, and and some politics. Just we we talked about.、Everything. You went everywhere. You went everywhere. Oh my god, love this. Yeah, yeah, it was so important. And I also think when it comes to dating, though, like a real date, um, it's different. But I feel like I kind of want to know you a little bit before I go on a date. Yeah. Like yeah, I want to have a、well, little something, like maybe a, a few conversations before, but to just break the ice because sometimes that helps to be yourself. When you arrive on this date, you know, just from your outfit, like you, you know, as women, we change our outfits like five hundred times. Yep. <laughs> I'm like, okay, I'm ready to go. Oh, I'm late because、uh, you know this pants don't fit or something. And when you establish like a little bit of you know、um, conversation with someone before you go on a date with them, your nerves are at ease. Yes. Because you've seen them before, maybe, or you talk to them, you know, casually. So you're not so nervous, like it's a complete stranger. I think when it's a complete stranger, it is a little bit like, okay, well, I don't know, like you know how this is gonna work. But it's so it's so important to be yourself in all aspects, and especially I know Gemini's are like they love to say Gemini's are two faced, and I don't like that terminology. I always like to say y'all have、um, two personalities. Uh, yeah, I, I embody for sure two different persons. Two, and that's I, that's how. Yeah, that's fine. Like that. Is, yeah, but that's the realism of you. And um, it, we're multifaceted. Exactly. I mean, everyone is, but like I and I've learned to. At first, I was like, well, am I am I not being like my authentic self? Because I I ha- like it, I think it confused me at first, and then once I got to really. You know, learn more about myself. I was like, oh no, that's that part of me. Oh no, okay, that's that part of me. But on a date, like I want to show up and I, in some light, expose a little bit of both of them. But like you said, you know, on a first date, it, it's it's really nerve wracking, and you don't you don't have to like you know, just give everything or just show everything. But I think you know, you just you give a taste, and you 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 can expose a little bit, and then you kind of see what they they.、Um, Um, what's the word I'm looking for? Like reflect back on、right. you and do are and are are they also interested in like opening up a little bit? Like you kind of like have to learn how to read people too.、Um, and I like that you guys went on a hangout and it like had you had the best time. Do you think that's why 
it was just because it was a more relaxed in nature that it wasn't necessarily like a first date that that's why the energy was the way it was i think so and i think that's really important because i think i think before when people used to say the word date to me i would get really nervous automatically because i'm just like all right that's to me that's setting the intention you know you want this to be like something more in a sense and yeah. I don't know yet like you know I'm, I'm really honest with myself and I'm like I really don't know if I like this person yet and when you do a hangout oh let's maybe go for small bites and drinks it's 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 leaving the what is it it's, it's uh, opening up the atmosphere for just letting it flow yeah letting out. it flow was just hanging out yep. you know and maybe maybe there's no romanticness between us maybe we could just be friends and that's also okay but when you say oh let's go on a date I'm just like oh I'm nervous like this guy likes yeah. me like I don't even know yeah. if I like him and what if I'm not ready for a relationship those are the things I used to think about all the time before I know your thoughts just keep they go they go and then that, and that still happens mm-hmm. to me all the time but um yeah like I'll now I'll just go and I'm like like another intention I just want to have fun I just want to laugh like I just want to laugh if the intention is to laugh and he made me laugh I'm like that was a successful night like you know like I'm okay with it and if he doesn't want to talk to me again or I don't want to talk to him then like that's okay you know I think when we flip the perspective on what we're what we want out of that those couple of hours it's so much less pressure on on what it can be or what it can turn into because we're like I just feel like I'm in the Uber and I'm like oh my god like is he gonna be my husband like yes like you know like we just go there and I'm like what is happening I haven't even met the person yes. I don't even know if he has brown or blue eyes and it's so funny where our minds go it is. and I think the more I like become aware of it the more I laugh at myself honestly and I like I have dialogue with myself where I'm like you're funny like you you just need to like Rel- turn that relax. off and like relax and be there be I think being present is another one um really practicing my listening on dates is fun too like you know really like showing like they, eye contact is a really big one too I think that's a, a deal breaker for me like where is his eye contact the whole night and the whole date like is he on his phone is he staring off behind me is he you know, fidgety. I mean, obviously, like, you know, I'm not going to fixate on little things if he's nervous, but I think you can tell a lot about a person about with their eye contact. I agree. Um, I think that I've always, um, growing up, eye contact was very important. It changed a little bit for me, though, um, which is interesting because two years ago, I had retinal detachment surgery. Yes. So, yes. I would love to, for you to share that. Yes. Like, a little more. Yeah. It was so it's, it's still a journey it's honestly still yeah. a journey talking to people and you know creating eye contact because they don't know where to look I don't know where to look and but they know they feel my energy so it's okay but I've always I was a little self-conscious when it came to like dating because mm. it was like I you know even if I kiss you I'm gonna look you in your eyes and I'm just like, I, I really can't though. <laughs> like, you know, I, I literally will lose your nose when I focus in. So it's like, how am I going to work this out? But as men, they really don't care about things like that, unfortunately. And, you know, women, we, we, we think about, we overthink a lot. Like you said, in the Uber, I'm like, yeah, I wonder, <laughs> We're like, I wonder what our kids are going to look like. Let me take a picture and like <laughs> upload in this app. And it's like so crazy. It's like, Ty, just relax. You, you just, just go there. 
you're like send you're texting your friends like a picture of him like of who you're going on a date with and like everybody knows like what the like where you're going the address yes. and if like they need to be on call like it's a whole production. it's a whole production <laughs> which is which is okay because yeah. it's actually very necessary um I, I think that goes back to the first episode is having like a buddy system oh yeah because yeah. you know it is crazy out here unfortunately um but no, but it's 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 really it's really a um a really a thing. Um, as we come up to our hour lovers, it's been a, such a great journey talking to Allison. Um, yes. Allison, where can they follow you on Instagram? They can follow me at Allison Madolo Yoga, and my website is AllisonMadoloYoga.com. So you'll get all of the yoga, meditation, mindfulness, coaching, guidance, and goodness both of those places do you have any up and coming um yoga sessions that the lovers can possibly schedule with you i so i have two coaching programs one i'm actually launching tonight so that one's full but my next coaching program starts in middle of october it's called squeeze stress away so it's a five-week program where we'll do yoga, we'll have meditations, but I like to really educate and inspire people to learn about their, a lot of what we talked about, about their stress in their bodies and how to stress manage, um, just kind of listening and being in tune with your body. So they want more information on that. You can find it on my website. And um, yoga has been pretty private right now. So I will be teaching at American Copper through the end of the month. But I actually am moving out of the city um, temporarily, so I'm not positive about yoga just yet. But if you stay tuned, I definitely will pull a schedule together because I do love teaching. That is wonderful. Where are you moving to? I am not sure yet, which is obviously really, really crazy for me. I'm a very big planner, so this is the first time in my life I'm feeling more in the flow and just trying to be a little guided about where I go next. Um, I'm feeling pulled to the West Coast. Ooh, so yes, that's interesting, we'll yeah. See. Yeah, but who knows? I mean, it's also hard to think about like moving in a time like this and exploring somewhere new because everyone wants to just be safe at the end of the day too. Right. So yeah, all of that is still in mind. Well, Allison, I thank you so much for your time today. Um, lovers, we discussed so much this, this season, uh, this season, this episode, um, <laughs> it, it doesn't even feel like an hour has passed, but, um, lovers, you tuned into the Florida Lovers podcast with your host, Ty Hampton, our guest today, Allison Madolo, and we discussed a lot. We discussed, um, just lifestyle of being in zest, being doing it for the love um yeah understanding your stress and of course what are deal breakers from career to relationships and i think that is so important to just get in tune to the inner you um which will always tie it all together for the love of mm. you know uh and once you're able to tap in take your time but tap into yourself and be your own light shine bright within yourself and um you know um thank you always lovers for supporting um stay tuned we have such a great season this season and we're just doing it for the love you know um we wish allison much success of course and you know i'm sure you know once things are settled in she'll be back 
And I'm excited for that. And it's interesting though you say you're a Gemini because I already know Geminis and Sagittarius have a very adventurous um, plateau, if you would say. Like, yes, <laughs> there's always this adventure and just a, a amazing, amazing relationship there. So I'm excited to see what the future holds. And um, again, lovers, this is episode three for the Lovers Podcast. And this episode, we're going to title the interview. Um, Love that. Yeah. Love that. Yes. As you see, everything is about just the flow of energy and things. It's always so, so, so much pressure sometimes doing these episodes, doing it right, making sure it launches on time, editing it. And once I'm always like, okay, Ty, just let it go, let it flow. It's always perfect and people love it. I want to be here for you. I want this to be a therapy session. Um, always for me for the guests for the listeners and again lovers you can listen to us on Spotify on Apple every Wednesday at noon a new episode drops and just keep doing it for the love and until next time lovers stay safe use your sanitizers and wear a mask thank you Ty keep on loving you guys bye Allison